Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have a special guest on, Miss Dana Wilson, and I'm excited because she actually has a very, very cool app that her and I connected on that I think is just a huge, huge, huge thing for those that are in the finance profession as well as those looking for the right type of financial support. How are you doing, Miss Dana? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I am doing very well. I am doing very well. So first, where are you located? So I am in Jersey City, New Jersey. So very, very close to New York. A little too close now. It's like you used to think that that was a great thing. And now it's just like, <laughs> with everything going on. Um, but, you know, we're definitely adjusting. It's kind of getting used to that new normal. You kind of forget about what's going on until you actually have to leave your house and take a trip to the store. And it's gotcha. just a you know different type of experience. But okay. Making it. <laughs> and I guess that's probably very interesting um, with building a business in mm -hmm. a city like, you know, I guess you say the greater New York City area um, during a time like this where like everybody's home. Like how, how has that been? Uh, it actually hasn't been too bad. I mean, I think we we I think we all really needed this time. I don't think we needed it to come with a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we could have done without that part of it. But I think it's been something great to just have this time to kind of reflect and, and figuring out what you're doing with your business. So for me, it's actually been good because I feel like people are home and they're paying attention more to their social media. I think before we would always kind of browse things, but now we're actually looking and reading and watching what people are posting because for the most part, we have a little bit more time, um, and even though we might still be adjusting to our new schedules, but we still have the time to really see what people are doing. So I see a lot of views and a lot of posts getting a lot more likes and shares, and I think that they probably would have. So I think mm -hmm. the viewership is really going well um, in, the, in that respect. And being able to just reach people, I think because people aren't having to commute and, and travel, I mean, a lot of that stuff takes up a big part of your time. I know for myself, like having to travel into the city, I mean, those are times when you couldn't like schedule calls or you were trying to like figure out when you can have calls based on other stuff you had going on so now that you have more time you're really able to kind of focus and reach people a little bit better awesome awesome and, and i apologize i usually have much better manners and i go <laughs> better order <laughs> no, I, no, feel like is... I, I feel like i just jumped right into it <laughs> that's not usually how i <laughs> usually start with i usually start with hey listen, oh, that's right i'm supposed like to say background. hi I right <laughs> I don't have on my hello, my name is. See, that's the difference of being in person, right? It's like, hi, my name is Dana. <laughs> but no, yeah, sure, too. Right? Yeah, so, so yeah, let me back up. Like I said, you were doing great. It was just, yeah, I, I, I probably should, like, maybe I should do this in a different order. All right, first, all right, tell us a little bit about your background. <laughs> yes, all right. So, uh, as you said, my name is Dana Wilson. I am the CEO and founder of CHIP, which stands for Changing How Individuals Prosper, but it is pronounced just like potato chip. So everyone can, you know, remember that easily. I've spent the past uh, 10 years or so in the financial industry, started out in banking and kind of maneuvered more into uh, insurance, private wealth, financial advisory. Uh, and for the past five and a half years have spent the last part of those uh, as an independent investment advisor. So working um, really just with clients, helping them from anything from retirement 
savings, budgeting strategies, um, cash flow management, uh, and really just making sure that they're set up for their lives financially. Mm -hmm. uh, but through that journey, which I guess led me to start Chip, was just realizing uh, once I left the banking industry that I was really just always the only. And I think that resonates with a lot of people in the industry where we're looking at very low retention and recruitment uh, rates when it comes to financial professionals of color, which in turn, I think also has some um, effect on the consumers who are also looking to work with people who have similar backgrounds and similar stories and just a commonality there that they're not really easily finding or easily um, have access to. So it was really, how do we uh, create this space where, you know, financial professionals can be easily accessed financial professionals of color to those consumers who are looking to work with them and really just feel included in a conversation that we've for the most part been kind of left out of for a long time. So it was just coming into 2020, it's just like enough is enough. <laughs> it's, there's no more conversations around this. Let's put that into action and, and make something happen. Okay. And I think that that's a very, I mean, there's, there's a lot there because even as a, from, I come from more of the accounting kind of the, I guess you say corporate finance perspective. And even when mm -hmm. you're working with, when I'm working with a new client, I mean, it's a very personal relationship. I mean, they got, they have to feel very comfortable with you. And it's like, if you don't yeah. feel comfortable with the person that's advising you, um, or if you feel like, hey, this person won't understand me, you tend mm -hmm. to not really get the best out of that experience, or you just choose not to use their services at all. Yeah. Or you just feel, you know, kind of intimidated in a sense. And I feel like a lot of that comes into our communities where we feel like we have to go into these meetings knowing a lot more or pretending like we know a lot more than we do. So we're not looked at as kind of being um, inferior or less educated or less experienced, even though we're successfully uh, experienced in a lot of our own industries. But when it comes to finance and that's still being a topic that we don't discuss as often. Um, in communities of color, re regardless of whether you're just starting out in your journey or you have a lot of money. I mean, I make no assumptions at this point in my career where people's um, knowledge and, and level are, no matter how much money they're actually bringing in. But to your point, there's so much that goes into that deep dive in that first conversation. And you really want to be with someone or, or work with someone who can speak to that and who can understand you and who's not judging you. And I think a lot of times we often feel judged and that can, you know, make or break someone starting on their path yeah. and even just starting that generational wealth. And for us, I just don't feel like we have the, the luxury to keep staying away. We need to be more included in this industry. Mm -hmm. So what was it like when you started, you know, you know, talking to whether that was very close friends or whomever about the idea of this business. What was that reception like or what was the feedback like? Oh, sure. Uh, the feedback was great. I uh, just started really talking to other people, other peers, other peers in the industry um, and some friends who weren't in the industry and they just really liked the idea. And I think a lot of my peers in the industry who are also advisors or professionals uh, in finance just felt like it was just about time that something like this existed in the way that we're uh, really pulling it together, where we're <clears throat> bridging the gap between the professionals and the consumers. You know, for a long time, I don't feel like we've really had our own voice um, as financial professionals of color. We kind of get thrown into this world of trying to figure out how to be a really good advisor, how to build our practice, uh, you know, maybe even meeting 
you know, goals or whatever it is that we're having to complete within our uh, firms that we're with. And then just trying to, you know, get feedback and support while doing that and feeling welcomed and included in those spaces. And, you know, it's taken us this long to really have that and put it together. So to provide this space where we have that and we're also coupling that with the consumer's point of view and making them also feel included was just something that I think people were just ready for and, and really waiting for. Mm -hmm. So when, when you think about your own experiences, so let's say, you know, if you were walking in to meet with a client and when you looked around the room, mm -hmm. how many people either were female or looked like you? <laughs> none, uh, none. Which is unfortunate. And it's like you get to this point where you just get used to it. And I think that's what was starting to frustrate me was that I was getting so used to it and just so numb to it, where for some you know period, I didn't even really notice it. Like you just walk into a room and you just become a chameleon. And when you saw someone who looked like you, it was kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you're both talking to each other without having to say anything from all the way across the room. And then you kind of meet in the back corner and just like, hey, hey, you know, um, but it's like we all have had that experience. And, you know, once I left banking, there was really that wave of, OK, well, this is just what private wealth looked like. You know, it wasn't really made for people of color to be successful. And I didn't see anyone who looked like me in any managerial roles. I was helping to manage a team of, of financial advisors and none of them looked like me. Wow. And I think there were maybe one or two women. And you know, at that time I was 22, 23 sitting in that seat. And I'm like, well, how do, how do I know that I can be successful in this business? Mm -hmm. And I don't really see any of that. Uh, and I just kind of decided to continue to learn more about it and dive straight into it. But for some people and for some of us, that might turn some of us off and trying to figure out, well, why am I working so hard when there's no one around me um, that shows me that I can get to that next place? And, and that's an unfortunate thing. And I really want that to change. And I think a lot of us do. Awesome. So what has it been like with connecting with finance professionals? I mean, just throughout the country and talking to them about what CHIP is doing and just the, the mission and the resource that CHIP is? Uh, it's been fantastic. I, I gotta tell you, there's nothing, we just had for even our own firm, we just had our own kind of diversity meeting and there was something amazing and just this feeling you, you get or that I had just walking in this space and, and seeing so many brown faces. Uh, and seeing other people who have been in the industry a lot longer than I have, hearing their stories, hearing what they're talking about, what they've went through that was a lot more intense than, you know, what I had to, to go through or, or a different experience that I had because they were coming up through the 60s and 70s and 80s. And, you know, I, you know obviously that was a different time mm -hmm. in history. But just to be able to engage in a way in person um, was great. And now that, you know, I know we're doing this more virtual now, but just the conversations. I mean, when I get on the phone uh, with someone, it's almost like we've known each other forever. <laughs> you know, and I think that's just been uh, one of the joys that I've had with everyone that I've spoken to, probably every, you know, most of the people I didn't know before, or maybe we had been, um, you know, friends or, or contacts on LinkedIn for quite some time, but never mm -hmm. really reached out. Uh, but it's great to just engage and, and have that commonality off the bat and really understand that, hey, you know, I've had similar experience to that. And this was my story. 
and, and this was yours and, and you know and not even having to say much it's just like i mm -hmm. get it and i understand and, and that's just been wonderful awesome so has there been a team or other players in that have been involved with bringing the chip um product to life yeah so it's myself and uh two other team members that we have uh, Doug Rubenstein and uh, Terrence Tacky both have been in the industry in various roles. Doug's come from a recruiting background, which is great. So he has a wealth of stories uh, when it comes to the recruiting side of things. And then um, Terrence, just like me, has also been in the private wealth uh, space for quite some time. So we all kind of have this roundabout uh, knowledge of, you know, understanding the industry because we've been there. We, we understand a lot of different sides on it. I've been at large institutions, mid-size and independent. So I have a great understanding of what all those seats look like. And it's just been great to be, you know, have this kind of interesting career path where I can kind of speak to all of those. Nice. Now, so how did the three of you come into contact with one another? So... It's interesting. So Doug and I had actually met, we've known each other since I think elementary school or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, wow. We've known each other so long, so I don't remember when and where and how we met. But we've known each other that long. We all grew up in, um, well, it's outside of Terrence, but Doug and I are from New Jersey. But we okay. hadn't seen each other probably since we were about that age. But, you know, oh, you wow. keep up with people mm -hmm. on Facebook and stuff. So I had, you know, been seeing some updates whenever I got on there. And I was at an event in the city, I think maybe two summers ago now, or maybe it was last summer. And his wife was speaking on a panel and I heard the last name and I was looking, I was like, she looks really familiar because I had saw you know, her pictures on Facebook. And then when she said her last name, I was like, I only know a couple different Rubens. I was like, that has to be her. And I'm looking in the crowd and then I saw Doug and we just kind of connected and caught up. And he was telling me about, you know, what he was doing at the time he was in recruiting and, um, I just told him what I was working on and then we met up for coffee and talked more about it uh, and he was super interested and then with Terrence we just had a mutual um, contact and friend who introduced us and we just continued to to talk and hash out ideas and I was telling him about what I was working on and he was really interested and passionate about that as well so for us it was just kind of just that that synergy and, and passion for wanting to see change and wanting to see change in a really big way Mm -hmm. that I think excited all of us to really walk down this path and, and just kind of spearhead that and, you know, focus a, a lot on collaboration. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So if you're a finance professional and they're coming across the chip app, um, what is, how would you describe to them like, hey, here's the advantage you get with the chip? Yeah, absolutely. So for chip, our focus is just on, um, financial professionals of color and really black and, and Latinx professionals. And currently we are the only lead generation site specifically focused on us. Uh, and I think that's a really big deal because our goal is to bridge that gap and make sure that we're having these branding opportunities. Financial professionals are able to share their voice and really be heard in a way that is not necessarily going, going on right now. And now more than ever, we're needed and we have to be visible and people need to access easily. And we don't want um, COVID to interrupt people's businesses. We want to make sure that people are staying in business, specifically financial professionals of color. We don't want to disappear. We can't. We're so important in a lot of these communities, uh, not just to continue to have more people go into the, the industry, but just so that more people are building that generational wealth. So. 
CHIP is really poised to help them do that and, and make sure that they're getting to the consumers who want to utilize their services. Awesome, awesome. So now if someone is interested in checking, I guess they, if they're a finance professional that would like to become a CHIP professional, what does that process look like? Sure, it's actually really simple. So they can just go to the website, which is chipprofessionals.com, and they can click at the top where it says professional applications. They just click that, fill out the questionnaire. We try to get back to them um, within a day's time. And we have a kind of a quick phone call with them, and then we kind of let them on the platform from there. If there's any compliance issues or anything that they're worried about, you kind of talk them through that process as well. But the web platform is meant to be very simplistic so that we've kind of thought about a lot of the compliance things that can go on. So if they do have any questions, of course, they're always welcome to, to have a call with us and, and email us. But the process to get on is, is really simple. And even for the consumers, same thing. They can go straight to the website and fill out their questionnaire. There's a button that says, I need a chip pro. And we'll get back to them as quickly as soon as well with a, with a match. So. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. how can people find you, whether it's on social media or your website? What should they look for? Sure. They can keep up with us at Chip Professionals uh, on Instagram. We're Chip underscore pros, so P-R-O-S on Twitter. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Dana Disrupts. I think I've coined that somehow <laughs> <laughs> for myself on Instagram and Twitter, so you can keep up with me personally there. Uh, but definitely check us out. Go follow us at uh, Chip Professionals. Awesome. Awesome. And then one question I like to ask every, every guest that comes on to the show is in the process of building this business, I mean, going from idea to actually having a product and then having a business around it, what is something that you've learned that is like really stood out to you? Hmm. I feel the, I think there's two, but <laughs> I'm trying to pick one. I think the biggest thing when you're building any business, um, especially when it's a startup, is just not being afraid to pivot. I think sometimes we get so stuck in our own ideas of what we want our vision or our business or our product to look like that we're not being considerate or mindful of the consumers and the people that are actually going to use it. Um, and we need to listen more about what they're telling us versus what we're saying um, in our kind of um, visualization because we're so stuck to our idea and pivoting is super important and can kind of set you apart in different ways when you kind of open your mind up to something else and maybe it's not the exact thought or it's not the exact way of you getting to that end result but kind of taking that pivot especially now i mean if covid has taught us anything pivoting is extremely important and knowing how to do that quickly and, and seamlessly can help but you kind of got to be open to it and not get stuck in your head and then also I would add, just ask for help. Don't ever be scared to wow. ask for help. You know, stop thinking that you know everything because we don't <laughs> in any way, shape or form. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think that one is a, a very big one because yeah. that, that's one that I, I think, whether it's intimidation or mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, you don't want to be looked down on or whether it's, you know, you just kind of feel like it's, hey, everybody who ever tried to build this type of business, they had to figure it out on their own. When you start realizing that, yeah, you, it, yeah. it's so much easier to ask for help. It is. And it's like, even when you go back and you read other people's stories about how they started a lot of their companies back in the early days, it was like someone connecting them to someone else or they sometimes happen to be at the right place at the right time. But it's like, if you 
can't open your mouth and to ask for things and to also be humble to receive that that feedback um, is really important and critical, especially in the early stages. You don't want to be so stuck and so kind of, you know, in your own head to where you're not open to those things because uh, that can make or break your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Ms. Dana, thank you so much for coming on the show and thank you for telling us more about the CHIP app. I mean, we, we're definitely looking forward and cheering for you. Um, we'll, we'll definitely share some links so people can follow you and find out all the latest and the greatest of what's going on. Well, thank you for having me. This is great. Awesome. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, Remember, keep it simple.